Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Riverside FM allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it'll sound like you're sitting in the same room. It's as easy to use as Zoom, but gives much higher quality audio and video recordings. Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. That's promo code SHIPIT to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Back to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number eight of the Talking Blues podcast. Um, We are a Chelsea FC podcast, and we're going to get right into it um, after just a quick message here. It's been quite a while, a little over a week since an episode has been released. Uh, We've just been really busy, but we will be getting back to that grind, and we will be having a new episode up uh, probably a few days after this one. Um, So make sure to look forward to that, and we'll get our schedule sorted out soon. Um, I'm joined today by Josh. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing good, Alex. I'm doing good. Uh, I wish our podcast didn't come out once a week, but I guess that's where we are right now. But uh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to talk about, again, the Chelsea game that happened a week ago. Uh, Crystal Palace versus Chelsea. A nice 4-0 win for us. Definitely got, uh, hopefully, our players in a little more better spirits uh, after a few losses, especially when the penalties against Tottenham. And, and uh, yeah, we controlled much of the possession in this game. Should have been a 2-0 final. Uh, and they, they were kind of lousy in the box, so Jorginho was able to tap in to those two goals. But uh, good a good win. 
did nothing at the transfer deadline really besides some loans and we'll get into that obviously and uh we got a game against Southampton that we need to get prepared for uh next weekend yeah so let's just touch quickly on the Crystal Palace game and then we'll we'll uh have a little preview to the Southampton game next episode so make sure to tune in for that one but Crystal Palace, a pretty good performance, obviously, a 4-0 win. Ben Chilwell getting his first goal in a Chelsea jersey, uh, along with an assist. Kurt Zuma getting a header, and obviously Jorginho with those two penalties. But the biggest thing for this game, long pause there, is the zero on the Crystal Palace side. A clean sheet, finally, for Chelsea. Something we've been looking for for a long time. I can't even remember the last time we had a clean sheet. I doubt Josh can either. Um, just It was very good to see a solid defensive performance, um, especially since they do have some weapons there on Crystal Palace. Obviously, it was Zaha, Ayu, um, etc., Andres Townsend. So, you know, I was pretty happy with that, even more than the four goals that we scored ourselves. Ben Chilwell obviously looking very good, but I was pretty happy um, with the performance. How about you, Josh? Well, like I said in a minute ago, I, I think it was a great win for the team. I, I think we need to win more of these. And we're playing another team, like I said, or Alex said as well. Uh, next episode, we'll preview the game, Chelsea versus Southampton. But this is a team that we need to beat, Southampton. Uh, and then we know how good the Premier League is, especially Liverpool and Man City. And they they normally win every game. Obviously, you know Liverpool had an upset that pet this past weekend I guess you can say uh but yeah we can't do we can't have West Brom happen again uh with South Southampton because these teams that we know we're better than if we lose to them or or even draw I felt that a draw was even bad so this puts us in a bad situation where right now I I know it doesn't really matter this early in the season Alex but I think we're seventh in the Premier League table yeah um so (laughs) <laughs> Quite a few teams. Aston Villa up there, obviously, with their big win against Liverpool. Um, crazy that game. Just wanted to mention it because of how crazy that was. And also Tottenham beating Man United 6-1. Also, crazy results last weekend in the Premier League. Um, Josh, you have any other thoughts before we move on to the loan moves? No, but uh, my one reaction to the loan moves is that Chelsea made a lot of them. <laughs> Yeah, they definitely do make a lot of loans, obviously, in that huge loan system that Chelsea runs. Um, So let's get right into, uh, I guess, the more recent ones that we haven't covered yet. Um, Starting with Matt Miazga, the American. Um, He is 25 on his way to Anderlecht for the season. Um, Hopefully that will help him out. A slightly bigger one, Timo Bakayoko on loan to Napoli. Um, that is definitely a bigger one there. Um, he was at Monaco last season, and he will now be in Italy in Monaco. Um, next, an uh, even bigger one, I would say, Ruben Loftus-Cheek out on loan to Fulham, getting that Premier League experience. I think that will be really good for him. I believe he will be starting pretty much every game there, so him and Ross Barkley getting a lot of playing time um, will be good. Nathan Baxter joined Accrington, uh, Stanley FC, so just a small one there. And Marco Van Ginkel back at PSV again this season. And I believe, oh, one more, Malang Sar um, will be going out to Porto 
um, obviously the new signing that we brought in over the summer, and he will be going right back out on loan to Porto, and hopefully he gets some good playing experience there. So, Josh, do you have any comments on any of the uh, players I just mentioned? Loftus-Cheek definitely did not surprise me. I do like that it's uh, Fulham, who did not look good, and a lot of people have them at the bottom of their table getting relegated. So I guess that's a good thing because I don't really see him having a starting role on Chelsea, and I think it would be good, uh, especially with you know the injury troubles that hopefully he'll be, you know, since Lampard doesn't really want him playing right now, doesn't really have room for him, and also to help him recover from the injury still, uh, that he'll be able to get some key playing time at Fulham that he wouldn't be able to get at Chelsea. Even though we touched on this uh, a little bit ago, I think last episode, Ross Barkley still pains me because with that, he is definitely your first, second player off the bench, uh, even starting player. You know, he's not someone that I'm really even comparing to, uh, you know, um, Ruben Loftus-Cheek. So, you know, it still upsets me even though he didn't cover it. So I kind of, uh, you know, got a little... Off topic on that. Uh, and then Malanks are uh, perfect for him. Exactly what we need. The 21-year-old is going to get some playing time at Porto. And, you know, hopefully he will be a, a starting center back for Chelsea at some point. Or maybe, you know, he won't be. And we kind of just got him to then sell him uh, w- once he gets better and, and a little bit older. Uh, I mean, what do you think about that, Alex? Do you think do we do we even have Saar in our future plans, or is he just a player that we're kind of investing in here, uh, putting him on loan until he gets really good, and then kind of just seeing if we can get money for him on a transfer? The way I look at Malang Saar is that is there really any risk there? You don't pay a transfer fee; you just sign him. You're sending him out on loan. He gets good, that's great. He plays for us. He gets good, you want to sell him, you make money. So. I'm happy with this, and I think it's just smart business that Chelsea obviously usually employs in this loan market. Um, But yeah, I think in general, I was happy with all of these moves. There's a whole bunch of moves that we didn't even mention, Um, obviously just less significant. So, um, you know, Chelsea loaned out, I believe, 20, over 20 players um, this season. So it will definitely be interesting to see which ones break out. So we'll have to keep an eye out and we will be mentioning that if any of them do um, on this podcast. But next, obviously right now it is international break and some of our Chelsea players are out there playing for their countries. One very bad news for Edward Mendy. He got injured on international duty and it is expected that he will not be able to play against Southampton. Um, we'll obviously have more detail on that next episode. That's going to be a big loss for us, right, Josh? It's scary stuff, and uh, I definitely do not want Kepa back in net, and it looks like we're inching closer and closer to having him back in net. Willie Caballero could definitely take that over as well. We've seen him in big key roles in big games. I thought he was going to start in the first game for Chelsea against Brighton. That obviously didn't happen. Looked bad for me. But, um, yeah, I think... Yeah, I wouldn't say it's something that, you know, we kind of have, we do have depth, but it's, but it's not, it's not fun depth, I guess you can say. It's not good depth. Like it's not bad good wording, depth. But, you know, it's not, it's not a player you really don't want to have in the lineup uh, as an Edward Mendy, especially how he, he looked really good against Crystal Palace, didn't really even have a save opportunity besides the, that was basically a nice play by Ben Chilwell that he you know, kind of just grab the ball off of Chilwell's tip. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's not good. It's not good. All right, so now let's move on to some good news. Kai Havertz against Turkey uh, in a three-all draw uh, for Germany had two assists. Um, very good performance from him, really showing that Chelsea have a very good generational talent here in Kai Havertz. Um, so I'm just excited. It's just going to take time for him to fit into the Premier League. I know Josh is a little bit more nervous about him than I am. Um, I'm just excited, you know, so calm on the ball. Uh, many people are comparing him to Mesut Ozil, um, which is a decent comparison on how comfortable he is on the ball, but I just see the effort and the fact that he does track back quite a bit, which obviously is one of the biggest problems with Ozil um, for Arsenal, and hence why he's sitting on the bench and getting paid a lot of money. But uh, yeah, moving on from him, because obviously we're not going to talk about him forever. Um, I just, I liked what I saw from Kai Havertz and I'm very excited to see when he finally kind of gets adjusted to the Premier League. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little nervous with Kai Havertz. I mean, you're right. Uh, I am, (laughs) I'm a very nervous person in general, but, um, yeah, I mean, he's only got one assist, Alex, in three or four games, uh, with, with Chelsea, probably four games now. And, uh, yeah, in the Premier League. Obviously, if you don't, if you count Barnsley, then he uh, uh, his total is yeah, much yeah. better. All right, <laughs> so Premier League. Uh, but again, and Alex and I have gone back and forth on this, and here's another occurrence of it. Uh, Barnsley is in the Championship, Alex. So I would expect Kai Havertz to be able to dominate against a team like that. But he's looked okay in the Premier League. Uh, there's still that pass where he didn't even know where he was going on that and just throws a possession out of bounds. Um, I, I really don't know what he was trying to do there, but I don't know. He just looks lost. He does look a little lost on on the pitch. So that's all. But, but he does have some good runs of recently. It was the first one or two games that I kind of got a little nervous, especially with that ball out out of play. Yeah, it'll definitely take him time to adjust. So we're going to have to see uh, how he does, but a man who could be coming back to make his premier league debut will be Hakim Ziyech, who made his uh, return in international duty uh, for Algeria, and he set up a late goal um, against Senegal, um, and it was a beautiful free kick that he whipped in uh, that was finished. Um, I guess that's it, but Josh has some more news also on Hakim Ziyech. Yes, yeah, so Ziyech has left Morocco, and he is with Chelsea now ahead of the Southampton Clash. And um, yeah, if you're if you were looking for a sign as a Chelsea fan of when Ziyech is going to come back and start playing for Chelsea, I think this is definitely the sign right here. And I think he'll play on Saturday. I I don't think there's really you know anything that will you know doubt me from that unless the the injury reoccurs or a new injury happens. And please, please don't have that happen. But um, yeah, I think I think he's gonna. I, I don't even think. I know he's going to be playing for Chelsea on Saturday. That's very optimistic of you, Josh. I guess we'll have to see on Saturday. Uh, We'll talk about that more in our next episode where we'll preview the Southampton game and we will be having a special guest on. So look forward to that in the next few days. Um, Go follow us on Twitter at TalkingBluesPod. Give us a follow. We'll post stuff on there, uh, especially if new episodes are out, just anything. Um, Stay tuned and look out for stuff on there. Um, make sure to share the podcast with anyone you know. Uh, we'd really appreciate it and give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, and I believe that is a wrap for episode number eight of the Talking Blues podcast, and we'll see you next time. Uh-huh.
Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.